0: Grand Canyon whitewater guide, yoga instructor, and master of the didgeridoo, Mandela. Good evening. This evening, The Trail Less Traveled is being recorded on location in central Havana, Cuba. I am sitting on the rooftop with Jorge Enrique Pascual Izaguere, and Jorge was born here in Havana, Cuba. He speaks four languages fluently, French, Italian, Spanish, and English. He works in IT at the hospital, and he also shows tourists around the city. It's an honor to sit with him on the rooftop here in Havana. And Jorge, can you describe to the listener kind of where you are right now and what you see when you look up into the sky and what you hear on the streets behind us?
1: Hi, hello, my friends. I am here again with my friend Mandela. Nice company. Well, now we are in the roof. One beautiful sky with beautiful stars. And nice breeze. And music. We can hear the song of the old cars. And people singing and dancing. In one night, very happy and interesting. Because we are going to talk about our history. We are going to try to make one a small summary about our history. And uh, for a start, we need travel to the past. We have to go until the end of the uh, 50th century, where the people who live in that times were Indians. Three uh, groups, very important. Siboneyes, Tainos, Iguanatabeyes uh, were our Indians' names. You know? In that times, live Indians in our country, and um, in the end of the 40th century, October 27, Crystal Column with three ships, La Pinta, La Niña, and La Santa Maria, arrived to our coast. And in that moment, our history maybe changed or maybe started. When Crystal Column arrived to this country, they tried to conquer our Indians. In different caves, we find paints. Because the Indians started to prepare, for example, uh, cigars. They used to play traditional plays. We have, in this time, maybe too much about that uh, civilization. They used to sing, dance, traditional dance. For example, the cacique was the chief to the different community. And maybe I can talk about Havana because Havana was... The wife to the one chief, the chief to all the Syria, Abawanes was his name. When the conqueror arrived to Cuba, some people say that one beautiful girl received the conquerors in the sea and she opened her hands and she said, Havana. Some people think that was the name to the Syria or maybe it was the name to her. But if you visit Cuba, you are going to find one monument for that lady. Her name was Havana, and for her, our city has this name, you know. This is the history about Havana, the city. For so continue, when the Spains arrived to Cuba, they try to conquer. Crystal Column arrived October 27, in 1492. And maybe in that moment, all maybe changed, or maybe all started to begin. Our history is about fights, always trying to fight for the freedom, for keep our dreams, and, you know, for enjoying one country free. And the Indians try to conquer this Iceland, and maybe many in America. They start to use the Indians. Uh, sorry, I we stop because now we are enjoying one plane in the sky. <laughs> maybe it's one Omni, what do you think? <laughs> yeah.
0: If you just joined us, we're sitting on a rooftop in central Havana, Cuba. And Jorge, my guest this evening, I just pointed out a plane that took off. And Jorge, what building is that plane flying over right now, that beautiful oh, church?
1: That beautiful church is uh, Sagrado Corazón. That church has history. That church for around two years was the point more height in our city. In our city, maybe you can find 40 or 50 churches. But for me, the more pretty are, too, that church, the cathedral in Old Havana. About that church, I was built in 1926 for around two years. It was the point more height in our city. The Pope, Francisco, was in that church maybe a three years ago. That church has gothic style, so pretty inside. and um, The more pretty are the windows, are called vitrales are windows with different paints and when the light of the sun touch the windows, you can enjoy the paint. It's a beautiful place and it's very close from here. Since the roof, you can see uh, the church and you can see too the Revolution Square. So from the rooftop that we are recording the trail has traveled this
0: evening, you can see this cathedral as well as the Revolution Square, Plaza de Revolucion. And we're going to speak more about that later. We're kind of getting into the topic of the consistency that Cuba has been fighting for its freedom. You're talking about Christopher Columbus arriving here in October of 1492.
1: Cuba until the moment that Christoph Kolof arrived to Cuba until 1868 was colony of Spain. 1868 until 192 we were uh, a state from Spain and in 1902 we changed when the Spain conquered our country they started to use the Indians for make the hard work for get gold and maybe for use it like slave. They almost finished with all Indians. Maybe for that reason it's difficult find Indians in our country. In Cuba, you can find mix, you know you can find one Chinese Cuban, you can find different colors, it's too mix. But our native were Indians. Maybe in some city, far from here, from, from Havana, maybe in Orient, you can find some Indians, but our natives were Indians. Spain, they finished with almost all Indians because they start to make hard work. And in that moment, the Indians start to fight for the freedom. Maybe I can talk about Adway and about Guamá, when Indians reversed for the freedom. Since that moment we start to fight. After that the Spain started to need people more strong for make this kind of hard work and start to bring slaves from Africa. In the end of the 70s and the beginning of the 80th century. In 1868, one man, Carlos Manuel de Césped. In Cuba, in that times, some people started to think in Finnish with uh, the colony, you know. One man, Carlos Manuel de Céspedes, was one man rich with a lot of lands, with a lot of slaves, but he was one good man. He treated the slaves like people, you know. The slaves used to be free, and, and he started to think in fight for the freedom in Cuba. October 10th, he decided to give the freedom to a slave and start one new moment in our history. Start to fight for the freedom in Cuba. Some Cuban people joined with him for fight for the freedom. October 1868. That day start the fight in Cuba. New moment. History around this man, interesting, you know because the Spain government catch his son and try to negotiate with him. If Carlos Manuel de Céspedes stop fight for the freedom, the Spain government will give the freedom to his son because his son was in jail. If Carlos Manuel de Céspedes continued fighting, maybe his son will be killed and was one hard decision to him because he had to choice between the ideas, between one country free and his son, you know. But he decided fight for the freedom. He said, I don't have just one son. All Cubans are my son. And he decided fight for the freedom. You know. Sometimes for one idea, for one reason, you need to sacrifice important things in your life. And in his case was his son. And in October 1868, a start the new war in Cuba. The war for 10 years. You know, 1868 until 1878. Was called the war for the 10 years, you know. You are on the Trail
0: Less Traveled. The Trail Less Traveled this evening is being recorded on the rooftop in central Havana, Cuba. I am sitting with Jorge Enrique Pascual Iseguere. Jorge works in IT at the hospital here. He speaks four languages fluently and sometimes helps tourists learn about the history of his country. He was born here in Havana, and when we return, we're going to learn more about the history of Cuba. The Trail Less Traveled podcast is sponsored by Desert Green Hemp family farmed, organically grown, tested and manufactured in Sisters, Oregon. Desert Green is a collective of farms on the eastern foothills of the Oregon Cascade range that grow and produce the highest quality full-spectrum CBD products currently on the market. Full-spectrum CBD oil contains vitamin A, C, and E, along with complex B vitamins such as niacin, riboflavin, and thiamine. An increasing amount of people don't consume beta-carotene, but it is abundant in full-spectrum oil. Crucial minerals contained in this oil include zinc, potassium, iron, calcium, and phosphorus. Visit DesertGreenHemp.com to check out some of their products, including CBD honey, olive oil, chocolate salve, and my personal favorites, yarrow mint CBD tincture and hemp flower for smoking. From me to you, my personal experience regarding the Desert Green CBD Tinctures includes anxiety relief, improved eyesight, decreased inflammation in my skin and knees after four serious knee surgeries and years of battling acne. Visit DesertGreenHemp.com and remember to use promo code Mandela for involving discounts and special offers. That promo code M-A-N-D-E-L-A directly helps you and the future of Adventure Radio.
1: Eh, Buenas noches amigos, estoy aquí en en la azotea de de nuestra casa Acompañada de mi amiga Mandela, parte de de nuestra familia Y estamos aquí en el camino menos trabajoso ah, Disfrutando de una noche con muchas estrellas, una brisa eh, agradable Eh, unas nubes hermosas y eh, eh, estamos compartiendo una conversación acerca de, de nuestra historia de cuba y y bueno estamos muy contentos de que estén acá con, con nosotros disfrutando de, de este agradable momento're
0: on the trail less traveled the trail has traveled is being recorded this evening on the rooftop in central Havana Cuba I'm sitting here with Jorge Enrique pascual y ceguerre. Jorge is fluent in four languages, he works in IT at the hospital and he sometimes shares the history of Cuba with tourists who visit his city, the city of Havana. It is a beautiful night, we're sitting on the rooftop right next to the cigar factory where I'm living and uh, it's a starry night sky. Jorge is now going to talk to us about the history of Cuba from 1868 to 1902. We we're first talking about the ten-year war from 1868 to 1878.
1: There were three major wars. We were talking about the war for ten years, la guerra de los diez años. That war was for around ten years, but for many reasons, that war have to finished. Some Cubans prefer fight for regions. Other people uh, for different. Ideas for no unit, many examples for reasons that our war don't want. One year after, in 1879 until 1880, started a new war. It was called La Guerra Chiquita, the Small War. And that war was for one year, but for other reasons that war finished. In 1895, start the last war, La Guerra Necesaria. This war was organized for José Martí, our national hero, was one man, very smart. He was a writer. He was a thinking. He wrote many books, and he was a poet. was one person very interesting. You know? For example, he organized... The necessary war since the United States. Uh, something interesting. For example, he studied all the war in that times and he understood the reasons when you fight for your country for one idea. It's más entregado because you are fighting for your country. You know, for one idea, a reason. And he was traveling for many countries in America, trying to find people who fought in the last war and try to unite young people with people with more experience. He tried to organize this war because we were needing this war for the freedom in Cuba. I can talk maybe hours about Jose Mati, but he was one man who, for example, he always wear dark clothes because he was in mourning. How you say, mourning? Until his country be free, he will be always wearing dark clothes. He was one man very very smart. He wrote books. He wrote uh, novels. Uh, he was brilliant uh, mind. He was the man who saved the money for the fight, and he always wore shoes, broke. You can understood how important was his country for him. These men organized the war.
0: You're on the trail as traveled. This evening, the trail is being recorded on the rooftop in Havana, Cuba. We are with Jorge Enrique Pascual Izeguere. He is sharing some of the history of Cuba with us. We're kind of going into the 19th century now. This is an interesting phase of Cuban history. At this point, Jorge is going to talk to us about the fight between the United States and Spain involving José Martí. And I believe that José Martí lost his life while fighting. He never got to see the freedom come
1: to his country. José Martí was one man to ideas, he arrived to Cuba and he was with the soldiers. Soldiers are called mambises. The Spain army find it was a surprise, and in that moment he decides fight with the rest of the mambises. His horse was very very white, and he always used to wear dark clothes. In that moment it was very easy for shoot him was very easy. To And in that moment, he died. He received five shoots. And he died in that moment, in the beginning of the necessary war, La Guerra Necesaria. I was very, very sad because in the beginnings, the men who prepared all the war, dead. But I suppose in that moment, he was needing fight for his country. He can't hide, he need fight, you know, because he was with the rest of the Mambises. He was needing to be the sample, you know, and he died in that moment. Three years after, we were winning the war, but United States was trying to abode the many countries. It was the fight between Spain and United States. Forget many countries in this area. For example, I can talk about many islands close to here. The United States sent one ship called mine close to the, our coast. One day that ship explode you know, explode. maybe it was the way that the United States started one war between Cuba and Spain. The idea was try to help Cuban mambises, try to help our fighters to finish with Spain. But maybe it was one way to arrive to our country and conquer <laughs> conquer our country. You know, it's one way, very similar, maybe in this time.
0: I've heard that from many people. Many of the Cubans believe that the United States was coming to help so that Cuba could get its freedom. But then afterwards,
1: what happened? After that, United States and Spain negotiate Cuba. They organized one meeting. They made one trade, and I suppose United States bought Cuba. They start to come to Cuba, and they intervened intervene in Cuba was something new for Cuba it was a surprise and 1902 one new moment in Cuba Spain finished and we start one new moment in our country we give up to be colony from Spain to start to be new colony from United States this is a new moment in our country that moment start in 1902 until 1959, when our revolution won.
0: You're on the trail as traveled, being recorded on location on a rooftop in Havana, Cuba. We're speaking with Jorge Enrique Pascual Izeguere Now, let's talk about those years between 1902 to 1959, that period of time in history in Cuba.
1: In 1902, it starts one new moment in our country. We have elections in Cuba, but was manipulated for United States, you know, was a moped, you know. Mm-hmm. The president was a moped. In that moment all changed, you know. We started to live one new moment. When we were almost close to be free after maybe more than forty or fifty years of fighting, many people died for the freedom. United States got very easy. Our country, you know. And well, in that moment it starts a new moment in our country. New president, new politic, new life, um, a new way to see the war. For many years, the situation in Cuba was very uh, difficult. You know, many presidents, many years, very poor people, too much poor people, corruptions with presidents. In the country inside, uh, the situation was hard, too much repression. Las personas no sabían leer, escribir. In Cuba, one country with history about fights, trying to find the freedom, and something was burning in the mind or in the hair of the Cuban people. We were needing to find a way to be free again. We start to fight. That was the way, because using different partidos by elections will be hard. You know, we had many presidents. Maybe I can talk about Machado, who was one president in the 30 or 40, until Batista. Batista was one general, and he used dark, dark way for finish like president hasta que dio un golpe de estado y se convirtió he became the president of this country but the young people in that times were needing uh, young people blood, with energy with brave needing a change of the situation in this country it starts different movimientos revolucionarios diferentes partidos con la idea de with the idea to find one way for find the freedom freedom in Cuba. Maybe I can talk about many uh, heroes, uh, I can talk about Julio Antonio Meya, I can talk about Rubén Martínez Villena, many, many young people. In the university, Habana University was the place where uh, the new movi- movimiento started to grow up. And since that place, Fidel Castro, he starts to organize, you know, the revolution. He understood the way for find the freedom will be uh, using weapons. You know. He organized a one assault to three cuarteles very important in that times. Cuatemonca que está in Santiago de Cuba, fue uno de los puntos más importantes. Because they were close, like police, in that times, and they tried to attack free cuarteles at the same times. Yeah. You know, three quarters at the same time. That oh, now we heard the song of the canyon. <laughs> it was used in Cuba in the 80th century. Fidel Castro organized the attack free cuarteles quarters at the same times with the idea to restart a new moment, you know, fight. But at the same time here in the city, one organization called Los Jovenes del Centenario attack the President Palace because the idea was to try to kill straight the president and was one action with Brave because they were close like one clean company and they get the map from the caster and they try to kill the president. That was the idea, try to kill the president, Batista, but something curious, you know, the young who attacked that palace, they went until Batista offices, but Batista had one mirror, that mirror uh, was a door, and he hid back to that mirror. The young revolutionaries arrived until his offices, but Batista wasn't in that place. Batista was back to that mirror. He hid back to that mirror.
0: You're on the trail less traveled. The trail less traveled is being recorded this evening on the rooftop in central Havana, Cuba. I'm sitting here with Jorge Enrique Pascual Iseguere. Jorge is fluent in four languages. He works in IT at the hospital and he sometimes shares the history of Cuba with tourists who visit his city, the city of Havana. We're recording the trail as traveled on location in central Havana, Cuba. I'm speaking with Jorge Enrique Pascual Iziguere. He works in IT at the hospital. He also speaks four languages fluently and he's kind enough to be a tour guide for those visitors here in Cuba. Jorge, can you tell me a little bit about the rum? Rum here in Cuba. How is it made and why is it such a popular drink
1: in your country? Well, the rum in Cuba is very popular. Havana Club, have different years is very known in, in all the world. We have many kinds of rum. I can talk maybe about uh, silver dry. it's one rung used for prepared cocktails, for example, uh, like eating. It's one cocktail uh, very popular because, for example, Ernest Hemingway. He used to go to one place in our city The name is La Bodeguita del Medio He used to go to that place Just for drink Daiquiri But something interesting In that place you can write your name in the wall. If you visit that place I recommend you try to go with one pen And write your name in the world The silver is used for example For prepared cocktail like Mojito Like Daiquiri Is other cocktail very popular Because... Ernest Hemingway he used to go to other places the name is a uh, Floridita Bar just for drink like it. and sometimes he writes some notes in the bar uh, maybe I can talk about Cuba Libre it's uh, one hotel very easy to prepare maybe you can learn what is Cuba Libre? Uh, Cuba Libre is one hotel prepared with you only need ice coke and rum nothing more <laughs> it's very easy to prepare, but you have to drink slowly because maybe after two or three drinks, you can finish happy, not drunk. <laughs> uh, well, maybe uh, you can find other kinds of bottles, like three years, seven years, uh, special. 15 años. Sí, selección de maestros, is other kind. Uh, maybe you can find one rum, very expensive. The name is Habana Club Maximo. And the price is one thousand seventy hundred, and only can sell 1,000 bottles for years. Uh, it's very uh, expensive, but maybe with one bottle with free CUC, you can be as happy like <laughs> that wrong. But the rum is very popular here in Cuba.
0: One drink that is very popular as well is the mojito. How is the
1: mojito made? The mojito in Cuba is very popular. It's very easy to prepare. You only need agua con gas, water with gas, hierba one leaf, sugar, azúcar, and uh, rum. Yeah, mix all. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy for prepare.
0: Let's talk about the music here. What other countries, including Africa, have influenced the music
1: in your country? The idea is to try to fusion, you know, mix different sounds. But our traditional music is tambores, mm-hmm. because when the slaves come from Africa, they bring their culture to Cuba, and they mix to all. We are rich in that, you know, because... The music is very important in Cuba. It's traditional, since the slave when they come from, from Africa, they bring their customs to our country and we mix all for example los tambores tambores is drums the drums from Africa were different to the drums when the Indians that mix born new sounds and our traditional music is the song other kind of sound more old but the song is important because it's the music that represents our country when the people think in Cuba the first kind of music that Come to the mind is the song. Some people say that the song is the mom or maybe the, is the dad of the salsa, you know, because the salsa born after uh, the song. You know? But we have different kind of music. Maybe rumba is one sound traditional. I suppose the rumba come from the Africa is the song of, of the drums. Because the Africa culture is very rich because in all the world, the world born since that continent. The animals, the music, some people who believe in the Afro religions believe that the life starts since Africa. Africa is one mystery.
0: Jorge, can you tell me about the religion of Santeria? Is that the main religion in Cuba or there, there are many different religions here? Well, for
1: studies, 80% is Catholic. One 4% is for other kind of religions. But I think that Santeria is more percent. It's my opinion. You know, because you can see many people wearing that kind of clothes. and I suppose the Santeria is more popular. Maybe in studies, 80%. To the religion in Cuba is Catholic, but I think it's different. I think, it's my opinion, maybe 80%, maybe it's Santeria or that kind of religion. Where does Santeria come from? From Africa. The slaves start to bring with their religions, with their gods, maybe for be uh, represented in the church, they change the names. For the Spain's one god, had one name, but that god in African religions had other names. For example, Santa Barbara is the name of the church, but in African religions, the god is Shango. Because Santa Barbara wore red clothes, and in Africa, that god wore red clothes. They find one connection between the gods.
0: Is that why it's called Santeria, because of the
1: saints' Santaria,
0: Santo, Saint.
1: Santo, yeah, it's, yeah, it's one word that fine for call that kind of religions.
0: Jorge, thank you so much for joining me here today on the trail less traveled. Thank you so much.
1: No, I am very happy for first for your visit. You are very uh, nice person and maybe I enjoy more than you no this, yeah, <laughs> this interview. But it's nice and was nice talk with you and thank you for staying in our house thank you for visiting Cuba and you know this country now is part of you and I, I hope after this visit you can return happy you are happy but maybe more happy and with new experience for exchange with your friends with your family thank you for your friendship and thank you for being so nice and I am very happy. I hope see you soon. (laughs) Igualmente, mi amigo, igualmente.
0: What advice would you give someone who's heard your interview this evening and said, I want to go to Cuba? What advice do you have for them on traveling to Cuba?
1: Well, one advice, first, come to Cuba with the idea to enjoy it, with the idea to be happy, with the idea to find one country different. For the idea to live one experience maybe uh, different, the idea to learn and maybe touch with the hands, one country uh, so close and so interesting. What would you say to someone who wants
0: to travel to other countries around the world, but they're afraid, they have fear? What would you say to someone
1: who's afraid to travel? When someone try to other country. Maybe uh, you need information. Maybe you need, you need to read, try to know more about that place. In our country, you can find nice people who maybe can help you and who can make you more easy at all. Maybe always try to read. And I think that if you have a fray, the way more easy for finished with the, that fray is enfrentarlo. How you say that in English? To try it. Yeah. If you're afraid, try something. I don't know. Well the idea is you have a fray for something. I think the idea is try to try, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the things don't look like you imagine, you know? yeah. yeah, Perfect. Can you give us three bits
0: of advice on life? Advisos in la vida.
1: The first is always try to be happy, you know. Always happy. In good moments, bad moments, the happiness is the principal weapon. The second, fight for your dreams, right? Maybe your dreams look difficult, but you need make your first step. Fight for your dreams. The last is try to always help, you know, help the people around you, take care of your family, spend time with your family, not too much internet. <laughs> and the idea is try to be in touch with the people, always looking the eyes, eyes to eyes. Awesome. What song would you like to end your show with? What's your favorite song? Oh, I have many, and <laughs> but we are talking about Cuba. Uh, I'm going to recommend you one song. That song is talk about Havana when in the sunset. I can't sing because my voice is terrible. What's the name of the song? It's one song all, you know, because I like all music yeah? because the all music have something, have history maybe, or Mm -hmm. I prefer all music. Maybe the people who heard that song maybe can feel something. I feel something when I hear that song. Maybe you can feel something.
0: Namaste, Missoula. Mandela here, your host of The Trail Less Traveled. The Trail, 1033's locally harvested adventure series, which airs every Sunday evening at 6. Visit the official website to archive previous episodes, see pictures, and follow us as we record on location around the world at www.traillesstraveled.net. The podcast is free and available wherever you gather podcasts, so please subscribe and consider writing us a review to help this new genre of adventure radio. I'd like to thank my guest for this week, Jorge Enrique Pascual Iseguere. Jorge speaks four languages fluently and works in IT at the main hospital in Havana. When he's not in the office, he's kind enough to share the history and culture of his country with visiting tourists. For more information on how to connect with Jorge, please contact me. My name is Mandela, your host of The Trail Less Traveled and I work full-time as an international adventure guide, mainly running whitewater in the Grand Canyon during the summer in order to save money to travel and record this adventure radio series. My goal is to interview adventurers and storytellers in their natural habitat, in the most remote locations around the world, in order to bring you back to mankind's earliest form of entertainment, storytelling. I hope these interviews inform and inspire the community to get outside, away from technology, and start adventuring in a similar fashion. Tonight's episode was recorded on location on the rooftop where I was living in central Havana, Cuba. My adventure tip this week is to travel with a little bit of salt, sriracha, or your favorite hot sauce when you're in Cuba. Due to restrictions in trade, Cuban food isn't the best, though it's not the worst either. It's usually just a bit bland. Well, that's it for this week, my friends in Missoula and around the world. But until next week's adventure, I invite you to do something for Mother Earth and get outside. Shred the gnar, because as you know, the gnar doesn't shred itself.
2: Good day, mate. This is Joe, coming to you from the Sunshine Coast in eastern Australia. The Trail Less Travelled podcast is sponsored by Desert Green Hemp, family farmed, organically grown, tested, and manufactured in sisters. Oregon. Desert Green is a collective of farms on the eastern foothills of the Oregon Cascade range that grow and produce the highest quality full-spectrum CBD products currently on the market. Desert Green grows some of the finest genetics in the world using organic and biodynamic practices to provide the cleanest and most effective CBD. The rich volcanic mountain soils, dry climate and directly sourced mountain spring waters are what gives Desert Green uniquely pure and powerful CBD products. They also grow a variety of herbs and flowers on their farms that not only provide a direct source for some of their products, but also introduce beneficial bugs and pollinators to their land. Desert Green hemp pride themselves on contributing to the regeneration of social, economic and environmental health on our planet. Visit DesertGreenHemp.com to check out some of their products including CBD honey, olive oil, salve, mint yarrow CBD tincture and hemp flour for smoking. My personal experience regarding CBD includes an overall feeling of calmness and relief from anxiety. A few years ago I unfortunately encountered full body joint pain due to an Australian virus that passes from kangaroo to mosquito. CBD helped relieve inflammation and pain similar to arthritis. Visit DesertGreenHemp.com and remember to use the promo code MANDELA, M-A-N-D-E-L-A. This promo code will get you discounts and special offers. That promo code, MANDELA, directly helps you and the future of Adventure Radio.